podcast listener named Steve writes in to ask a very pointed question, and it's this. Pastor John, are some people predestined for hell? Before I give my clear and definite answer, it really is crucial that a a few preliminary things be said that are always lurking right there below the surface, ready to turn the answer into something it's not. So here's some preliminaries and then then a few Bible verses and an answer. Um, There are many people for whom a yes answer to this question, yes, he predestines people to hell, would have to mean God is unjust and he's not good. So a positive answer to that question is simply not possible for them. In fact, I would say, if that is who you are, if God's predestining who is saved and who perishes can only mean that he's unrighteous or unjust or not good, you shouldn't believe it, even if it's true. (laughs) I know that sounds strange, Only believe it if you see it taught in the Bible and if it does not undermine other true and important things taught about God in the Bible. And I know that sounds almost outrageous to people to say, don't believe it even if it's true, but I'm not eager to undermine anyone's confidence in the goodness and the justice of God. And I I know what it's like to see these things at first and not see how they fit with his justice and goodness. And I have wept. I mean, my early 20s was a season of great torment mentally and emotionally over theological issues like this. I have tasted what it means to put my head on my desk, face in my hands, and cry out to God. I don't get this. So I want to be patient with people. I don't want to undermine anyone's confidence in the in the righteousness and the goodness of God. That's my first preliminary. A second preliminary thing would be um, that God never, never, never sends, never will send anyone to hell unjustly. No one will ever be in hell who does not deserve to be there. And this fact that they deserve to be there will be open and plain in all the universe in that day. Third preliminary. This means that if God ordains ahead of time that anyone will perish, he does it in a way which is probably inscrutable to us and beyond our understanding. He does it in a way that the person is really responsible really accountable for his choices, really guilty, really deserving of punishment. That's the hardest thing to grasp. But it is essential if we're going to believe all of Scripture, I believe. Everyone who perishes has chosen sin in such a way as to be truly responsible for his choice and truly guilty and truly deserving of judgment. That's preliminary number three. And here's the last preliminary. We live in a time where it is very difficult for people to let God be God. Even to conceive of a God with this much authority, this much complexity, this much power, is almost impossible for many modern people. Beware of being stopped from believing the Bible by being a child of your time. 
time. Now, with those preliminaries, let me just give you some texts and, and draw a conclusion. First, Ephesians 1.11, in him we have obtained an inheritance in Christ, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. All things. Now, the question is, does all things worked according to the counsel of his will include the final destiny of individuals? I think so. Next, Proverbs 16.4. The Lord has made everything for its purpose, even the wicked for the day of trouble. God has made the wicked for the day of trouble. 1 Peter 2.7. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, they stumble because they disobey the word as they were destined to do. They disobey the word as they were destined to do. Jude chapter 1 verse 4, certain people have crept in unnoticed who long ago were designated for this condemnation, ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God. 2 Peter 2 3, And in their greed, they will exploit you with false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle, and their destruction is not asleep. Romans chapter 9, verse 11. Jacob and Esau were not yet born, had done nothing good or bad, in order that God's purpose of election might continue, not because of works, but because of him who calls. She was told, this is before they were born or had done anything good or evil, she was told, the older will serve the younger. As it is written, Jacob I loved, Esau I hated. That's a quote from Malachi 1, 2, and 3, which ought to be read in context, where the text makes clear that God is sovereignly, before they were born, choosing uh, Jacob over Esau, but showing that Esau's wickedness was real and blameworthy, and he was responsible for it. One last verse, Romans 9, 22 following. What if God, desiring to show his wrath and to make known his power, has endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction in order to make known the riches of his glory for vessels of mercy, which he has prepared beforehand for glory? So I'm leaving those texts pretty much uncommented on, just holding them out there. My answer is yes, God does determine from eternity who will be saved who will be lost, but he does it in ways that are mysterious to us so that on that day, no one will find any legitimate fault with God. No one. The redeemed will know we are saved utterly by grace while deserving hell, and the rest will know that they suppressed much knowledge of God's grace and they deserve to perish. Very sobering. Thank you, Pastor John. Um, So is election then divine favoritism? That was a related question, and we addressed that back in episode number 399. You can find that episode in the Ask Pastor John podcast archive if you'd like to hear that. That was episode number 399. And if you want to know more about God's sovereignty, see John Piper's new book titled Five Points Towards a Deeper Experience of God's Grace. You can download the entire book free of charge from our website, DesiringGod.org. Click on the tab that says books and then click on the title Five Points. Tomorrow we return to talk about one prayer that can hold your entire life together. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. Thanks for listening to the Ask Pastor John podcast.